0: Hey gang, Sean here. And I know what you're thinking. Oh, crap. There's something wrong with the recording. That's what Sean's going to tell us. And that's the furthest thing from the truth. The fact of the matter is I'm here to remind you that on September 25th at 5 p.m., we're going to be recording the podcast at the Nerd Corner. It's a gaming store. A, you know, they sell video games, tabletop games, all sorts of stuff, uh, gaming systems. Um, it's worth coming to check it out. Uh, we're gonna be recording there. Uh, we're gonna start recording at 5 p.m. I'll probably be there at 430 and uh, you can come and say hello and maybe uh, pick up some some cool merch. Uh, the address is 1626 Lincoln Way, White Oak, PA, 15131. So you put that in your GPS and uh, find your way uh, to check us out. And again, so we're going to be recording. I'll probably be there around 430, but we start we should start recording ar- around five ish um and we'll probably be there till around seven um but we're going to be there it's going to be fun and excitement uh come check out the store we're going to be recording there every once a month uh going forward uh so again that's the nerd corner september 25th uh we're going to start recording around 5 p.m and uh come check it out and say hello (laughs) And welcome to episode 433, I think Mm -hmm. 433 of the Facebook Nerd Podcast I'm Sean
1: And I'm Ian, and this is the only podcast that says
0: I wanted to tell you that I really couldn't have done all that without your help And in fact, all the help that you helped me with when we were younger is still helping me today right now, and that's super cool. I guess I wanted to say that after all these years, I never forgot you, ever, and I'm super glad we're still friends. You don't know what I should? I yeah, you should because. That was uh, Steve Wait. from Blue's Clues this week. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah.
0: His, 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 his address to the nation.
1: <laughs> yeah. I thought that was actually pretty cool.
0: It was. Like, okay. For for, for those who don't know or, 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 you know, don't pay attention to this for whatever reason, I'm, I'm sure that's going to be fad and Stork. You know, again, this is the 2015 anniversary of Blue's Clues this week.
1: Right.
0: And the original host, Steve, came on and like almost like explained himself to millennials. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, hey, I'm really sorry. I kind of left abruptly and said, hey, here's my brother, Joe. Have fun. He's your new best friend. And I left to go to college. Yeah. I did it kind of abruptly. And I'm sorry about that. <laughs> like right. he apologized but then he gave like like that, that part like like even though i wasn't of that generation i kind of rolled a tear because yeah. i was like damn like if i would have been at that, that age like that would have hit <laughs> me hard. like and like with your you know anna and Bree were of, of that age like i mean they watched blues clues religiously yeah they did you know, I mean Lisa's a fan of Steve, like with the music that he made and stuff, like the stuff he did after Blue's Clues. And I you know, so are Anna and Brie, and I think, you know, even um Elliot, she she probably watched the later versions of Blue's Clues. Yeah. But um, you know, for Anna and Bree, like when Steve left, that was probably a Richter scale event, the equivalent of, of when uh My Chemical Romance broke up.
1: Yeah, it was. It was you for know. sure.
0: So I mean so to have Steve kind of come and talk to them and say, "I never forgot you." Yeah, <laughs> that means something, you know. Right. You got good coverage. Oh yeah, yeah. And it, it was like it was like funny because it, it was almost like like I said like I, I, the way I said it, like it's almost like he was addressing the nation. Like, man, shit's rough. I know. We've all been there. Right. I never forgot you. Yeah. And the stuff we learned together has helped me through my life. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Fuck, dude.
1: Yeah. I thought it was, like, one of the coolest things I ever saw in my life.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I was honestly surprised by it. Like, because I I saw it, I'm like, like, you know, when it initially hit, I'm like, The only reason I watched it is because of Vaughn and Brie. Right, right, right. You know, and and Lisa, like, it was like one of those things. I'm like, let me check this out see. Then, like, when, you know, because I thought it was going to be like a little something like, hey, happy 25th anniversary to Blues Clues. Like, no, like, he's like, you know, I never forgot you. I'm just like, oh, shit, man. That's right. (laughs) For you, Steve. (laughs) Right. And then I saw him. Like later on, I guess he like it was like him reacting like the, to the pilot episode or the first episode of Blues Clues. Uh, and I mean, and he, I and mean, like, you know, he's a forty-something at this point. Looking back at like him as like a a young twenty-something actor, you know, yeah, yeah. this this goofy show with a you know the cartoon, the computer-generated dog he never saw, and he's like, where the fuck did that energy come from? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, holy shit! Yeah. Look at me.
1: <laughs> yeah, I thought it was really cool.
0: Yeah, I thought so too. I thought it was like one of those really cool things. I was like, like, and it felt, it felt real.
1: Yeah, it did, didn't it?
0: It did. Like, I, like, I honestly think he meant it. <laughs> yeah. In a way, like, I mean, he's like, yeah, I, I, I mean, in, in. In the realm of blues clues, yeah, he went off he went off to college, but the reality is he went on to pursue other pursuits. But right. either way, it was like and I'm sure at the time it was like one of those deals where it's like, fuck it, who cares? You know, Steve's not the star of the show, blue is. Well, no, Steve was the star of the show, and he just kinda like left. And that was like heart wrenching for children. It was. You know. It just and, wasn't the same. Uh, yeah. And it was like one of those those things that like it, it honestly felt like this heartfelt kind of like, hey, I'm really sorry I did that to you, but at the same time, you know, look at where we're at now. Right, right. You know, like it felt it it, it felt very real, and I you know whether it was or not, I don't know, but you know, I I like to think it was like I, I think it, I like to think that this guy honestly was like, hey, I, I know I kind of fucked up your childhood a little bit. And I'm sorry about that, but I never forgot you. <laughs> right.
1: right. You know, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it was kind of cool. It's like made men
0: Yeah. <laughs> to, to me, it it would be the equivalent of, of like like Fred Rogers like like being replaced and like you're getting like and now it's it's Mr. Nelson's neighborhood. And you're like, what the fuck? Who's Mr. Right. Nelson? Where'd it's Mr. Redo? Robinson. Yeah. Yeah, it's Mr. Robinson. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> childrens. <laughs> what the fuck happened to Mister Rogers? Is the delivery still coming around. Like everybody else is still coming around. Like nothing's wrong. But like you know, like that ain't Fred. <laughs> you know, right. So, so yeah, I I, I I tip my hat to Steve. I hope it. I hope it. I hope he meant everything word he said, and it was heartfelt because it certainly felt that way to me. I think he did. And if it wasn't, that's damn good acting.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think he did. I mean, I I think, you know, I think Blue's Clues enabled for him to do things that he wanted to do. I don't think this was a stunt.
0: No, I don't think so either. I, I honestly, like, I honestly believe, like, what he said was very heartfelt. Right. And, you know, we live in a time where, like, like, I, I call it into question just because, you know, you're we're everything is so jaded anymore. You know, like, apologies aren't heartfelt. Right, right, right. Like, how many times have I seen somebody come up there and go, you know, I didn't mean to fuck her or I didn't mean to take steroids, you know. Right, right. I didn't mean to use pine tar, you know, or cork bat, you know, whatever. Like, you know, I didn't mean to cheat, you know. But it's like, you know, but deep down, you know, they don't fucking mean it.
1: Right. I, I think yeah. this was very, um, like, natural.
0: Yeah.
1: You know what I mean? And he still stayed in character.
0: Yeah. Which was cool. Yeah.
1: You know what I mean? Um, and I think that brought everybody back down to when they were six again. And, and it, he didn't do it maliciously. No. He just did he didn't Steve the way he used to do Steve on blues clues, like he was talking to his kids. Yeah. Does that make sense? The way he talked, how he explained things when he paused. Yeah. Yeah. That's all that's all by design. You know what I mean? Right.
0: But like, I mean (laughs) what I think is interesting about it though is like even though like again, that's not my generation. I didn't grow up with blues clues. I didn't grow up with Steve. It still struck a chord with me. In a very interesting fashion. Like, right. Like other people outside of that generation that grew up watching Steve on Blue's Clues. Like even though the message was for them, it struck a chord with a lot more people than it should have. I, I, I think that's know. the power of the message.
1: Right, right, right. You know. And it was like, or, like, I guess that's the word I'm looking for. It was like really organic. Like it was just like kind of like, it, this has no purpose other than me telling my kids yeah. that are now older how I feel and that I never forgot them. Yeah. Like it had, there was no political, there was nothing. None. What's the evilness that's going on right now. And You know what I mean? The COVID, yeah. you know, all this yeah. crap it was just organic and it was right to them. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> and I thought that was, I thought, I think we need more shit like that in the world. <laughs> Quite no, honestly. Yeah.
0: yeah. But then I mean, that, the crap that like, you
1: hear on news every day.
0: Yeah, because that's the thing. Like his message was so pure. Yeah, pure. It, it was it was pure of heart.
1: Right.
0: You know, and that's what's so amazing about it. And I think that's why, even though it wasn't directed at me, it struck a chord with me.
1: Oh, I teared up when I watched
0: it. Yeah, but I mean, it, it strikes a little bit of a chord with you just because, again, you kind of watched those shows with oh, your yeah. daughters. You know, so you, you have a connection to Steve, like you know. I mean, I I watched maybe a grand total of three episodes. You know, I never watched a full episode of Blues Clues with Steve. Mm-hmm. You know, but I know who Steve was. I, I remember him. Like we we when we did the mailbag, I mean, that was a nod of the cap to, to Blues Clues from back. Oh in yeah, that. for sure. You know, and um, so it was like one of those things though that like even though like again I have. Minimal connection to to the Steve character from Blues. Well, you probably
1: watched Blues Blues over at my house.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I, like, I never watched a full episode. I like my my connection is minimal. Right? right. But the the point the fact of the matter is what what even though again the message wasn't meant for me, it strikes a chord with me because it was so so pure of heart. And it felt so real as this, this person having this conversation even you know, as a character. I still felt like it came from that guy's heart.
1: Right. And, you know, it's funny. Ellie never really, <clears throat> as I remember, I mean, she got into it a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but not as much as the twins did. Ellie's never been a big of a TV person. Yeah. Um, but uh, the girls sure did. I mean. I, yeah, I guess Ellie. Ellie used to watch some shows. I'm trying to think of the shows. Seems like I remember. More, they'll probably chime in, but I probably remember more of the girl shows like Franklin and fucking Blues Clues and mm-hmm. Big Bear in the Big Blue House. That was huge yeah. in this house. Ellie watched shows, but you weren't home for her shows. Uh, yeah, I wasn't. Brie said I wasn't home for her shows. See you huh Band. Uh-uh. Yeah. she did watch some shows but not i don't know i just remember her their shows more <laughs> no. yeah team is yeah i do remember that but. yeah but uh blues clues was always i mean their favorite show to watch yeah. that and bear bear yeah. was a cool fucking show
0: yeah
1: but that's henson i think yeah pretty sure but um anyway what a great show
0: yeah and what a great moment like i mean it's like one of those things where it's like like i said it, 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 it felt good and i think that's like, what we need right now yeah like with, with everything is happening in the world and i mean everything and especially like i mean as we're recording today we're recording on september 11th the 20th, 20th anniversary of you know that horrible event it's mm-hmm. like you know that's what steve did just felt good like we just yeah, needed that
1: yeah we did You know, it's funny. Ellie still won't. Um, She gets really bad anxiety over September 11th. Yeah. Because, you know, (laughs) of course, she was, you know, not born yet. Right. But I mean, like.
0: Which is like weird. Like, I mean, it's 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 just a historical event for her.
1: Yeah, but it's not. Um, That's how I know my kid has some empathy. Yeah. I mean, I'll turn on stuff, but I have to, I had started to had to be careful uh, years back because it was too hard for her to watch. Yeah. Like the planes going in and the people jumping really bothered her, you know, yeah. stuff like that, which is horrific. I mean, I don't even know why it was even on the thing. And they, they actually play all this footage in schools now as part of like a history lesson. Yeah. To younger kids, too. And they had a. <laughs> they finally got to the point where it was like, you know, if your kid doesn't think they can handle this, here's a permission slip for them not to watch. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. we finally started doing that with her. But um. Anyway, that, it's, that's
0: it's just a, weird. Yeah. Cause like I remember like when I was in high school, like when I was in school, like we didn't learn about like World War II, like really learn about World War II until like my sophomore year. Like, and then, then, because then then they just, like, cover the Holocaust and everything else. Like, you know, like, everything that was involved with World War II. Like, like, everything up to that point was always, like, pre-20th century stuff, you know? Right, right. And, like, you get to, like, you know, my sophomore year, and it's like, and here's World War II and the horrific things that happened. And you're like, holy shit. Like, you know, (laughs) I can't (laughs) imagine. It's like, to me, like, I mean, that was done deliberately because, you know, you're, at that age you can Handle What actually happened Right right So like, I can't imagine like you know Going to like a, an 8 year old and saying Oh yeah here's September 11th
1: Yeah and they would show them footage Yeah It was like a day of learning I'm like what are we learning here Yeah I don't really I mean I mean I just didn't understand the point of it Yeah It was hard for me to understand the point it really was. I mean, like I I don't know. I was conflicted on why they were even showing you know, I mean those a lot of those images weren't PG thirteen, put it that way.
0: No, not at all.
1: I so, mean they weren't on G rated either. I mean yeah. not that I'm going on the guidance scale, but I mean I mean you know.
0: That was faces throwing, of death. Throwing
1: death in the face of an eight year old is pretty fucking weird to me.
0: Yeah, me too. You know what I'm saying? Like, with all the shit that they hold back from kids, like, to, like, sure. do that about September 11th is, like, like bizarre to me.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, your skirt has to be to your knees. But, you know, yeah. here, here's a guy jumping out a window on September 11th in New York. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, really? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't—we're going to mandate this dress code and this, that, and the other. But, you know, here's a guy on fire.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: It just it doesn't it never made sense to me, but I I find it interesting. Um, so I usually watch those shows when she's gone.
0: Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah,
1: and not the conspiracy shows either. <laughs> like, no, yeah, I don't watch the just the facts. Shows. I still can't believe people. I still can't believe peoples conspiracy theorists claim that there's no plane that went into those buildings I, I don't see the logic
0: the only one I buy into like realistically like and like when I, when I say buy into okay I'm gonna preface it by saying like I believe the plausibility of what you're saying because the evidence you present makes much more sense when you sit down and think about it okay I don't think a plane hit the Pentagon.
1: I haven't seen any
0: footage of a plane hitting the Pentagon. Exactly. You're talking I've about seen the
1: explosion.
0: Yeah, I, I think that was a rocket. You think? Yeah, I, like yeah. Like, like What happened
1: to the flight? What happened to the people?
0: I, I know. I, that's the problem. Like I I mean when you look when you look like I get I get what you're saying. And like the thing becomes like it's this weird thing of like when you look at, at that when you look at what happened at the World Trade Center, when you look at what happened at Shankstown or Shanksville, there there's wreckage everywhere. like you, you you see what happened. like there is no wreckage to be found. like when you look at footage of the Pentagon, there's no there's no wreckage anywhere. right. There's a scarred building. There's no footage of a plane actually hitting the Pentagon. Yeah, but what happened to the people? I understand what your point. I and that's why I'm saying like like
1: Do you again, think they had anti-missile do you think they had anti-aircraft fire
0: on it before it could get there and it made it? I, I don't know. Somewhat? <laughs> I don't know. But like the only reason like I and I don't I, I, when I again, like I'm trying to preface this, like I, I don't believe this, but the evidence presented, I can't sit there and say well, you're fucking wrong.
1: Right. You know what I mean?
0: Like I can look at it and say, okay, well mate, you make some good in- and interesting points. Like the Pentagon we're talking about the Pentagon. Right. The the, the, the headquarters of, of the United States defense system. There are cameras everywhere. You're gonna tell me not a single fucking camera picked up an airplane hitting that building. <laughs> Unless
1: it hasn't been released.
0: Right. Well, I, yeah, I get your right, point, okay. but yeah, I mean, but I mean, and again, like I, 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 I'm not trying to sound like a conspiracy nut. I don't believe this, but it's evidence that when people pr- provide it to me, I have to sit there and say, okay, mm-hmm. you make good points, but right, because uh, uh, I mean,
1: like I think on top of the, um, I think on top of the White House, where. Ninety three I think was supposed to hit. It was either supposed to hit the White House or the Capitol.
0: Ninety three was supposed to hit the White House.
1: Um I think they have uh missiles on top of the White House. I I think there's a missile defense system. Yeah. Built in
0: uh, I mean, to the White House. <clears throat> nobody's Even ever was. Nobody's ever confirmed that. You know it's true. Yeah, I, I, there's not a doubt in my mind that there is a missile defense system on top of the White House. So if there
1: was a plane coming toward the White House, it would have been shot down by the White House if the, right. if, the if the, planes, if the jets didn't get him first. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. So that's what I'm thinking almost what happened to the Pentagon.
0: That, that's a possibility, yes. And I mean, like it,
1: it hit it and then the rest of it flew into the pentagon you know what i mean
0: yeah i mean i mean there's a lot of uh, you know again like i'm not buying into conspiracy like you know i i believe a plane hit it but i can also say there is a possibility a plane didn't hit it and that was but you know
1: and i've heard the speculation too of the bomb like them planting bombs at the bottom of world trade yeah, and, and how it imploded. But when you look at the science, and when you look at when you look at people talking about it, like actual engineers, right? How <laughs> they discuss it on how how actually light the World Trade Center was, right? How open it was, right?
0: Because <clears throat> it was nothing <clears throat> st- but trusses.
1: <clears throat> yes, and structurally, once that metal heated, and how heavy the top was, it just imploded. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's I mean, believable to me.
0: When, I mean, when I went through firefighter training, I mean one of the <laughs> things they tell you is never trust a truss. yeah, you know it it'll heat up and it'll give way on you every time. Yeah, you know, avoid shit like that. So if you're talking about a building it's nothing but trusses,
1: right. You know, it's gonna melt, yeah or give way, right. And that's what happened, unfortunately. But um, God bless those uh, first responders and, and everybody that was involved in that. I can't even imagine. No. I can't. I just. No. I mean, those guys had to be in shock just just from the plane hit. Do you know what I mean? And absolute. I mean. I mean, shocked that they have to respond to this call. Number one, right? Don't you think? I mean, the fucking skyline's on fire. <laughs> I, I from coming from a firefighter, former firefighter.
0: I, again, my experience is extraordinarily limited, but I mean, I, I've been, I've been in a, a burning building, and I've been to a number of house fires, working on the outside.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I cannot imagine At all What it would have been like To be in the cab Of one of those trucks Driving up on World, the World Trade Center And looking up and seeing what you were seeing Yeah like, I can't <laughs> imagine it at all like, I know the, the thought of that just baffles my mind. Cause I know what went through my mind the one time I went into a burning building, mm-hmm. and and it it was just be smart. Yeah. You know, just just be smart. Don't don't do something stupid. Don't be a hero. Just find your way through, and get the fire out. Yeah. You know, and. You know, being around burning buildings a number of times, like, again, it was always just know what's around you, you know, know where you're standing, know your terrain so that something bad doesn't happen, you know, and know where the guys are inside. Yeah. You know, and with something like that, I can't even, like, you know, like all that nobody's trained for that. That's just, that is just pure, pure guts. Pure guts to just say, okay, I'm going in. I have no idea. I've never been trained for something like this. Nobody's ever been trained for something like this. I have no clue what the fuck I'm going to do, but I'm going in.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm going in to try to save somebody.
1: Right. And they did. Yeah. They saved thousands.
0: Yeah.
1: and unfortunately they lost theirs
0: yeah
1: you know that's hard to
0: <clears throat>
1: I, I watched something today earlier and it says you know as soon as he got out of the as soon as he got out of the truck all they were stepping on were pieces yeah I mean more shock you know yeah and there was an interview with one firefighter then this he said when they first arrived there a guy was completely on fire yeah coming at, at them yeah <laughs> I mean, witnessing that, watching it on TV is one thing. On a movie, when you're witnessing that for real in real life, that's a whole different scenario.
0: And here's the thing, like you know, Steve Buscemi is a guy that I will forever, ever hold in high regard. He's he he was a retired firefighter. He 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 was a fire. He was a New York firefighter. Mm. And he, he quit to become an actor. Mm-hmm. And when the World Trade went went up, he showed up at his station geared up and went down. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Huh.
1: And
0: That's nobody incredible. questioned it No. Nah. No, nobody's like you. You don't fucking work here. Everybody's like gears over there. Yeah.
1: Crazy, right?
0: Yeah.
1: <clears throat> oh, man, man. It's just nuts. And it's tough going into a building knowing that you can't save everybody above the such-and-such such floor. Yeah, I mean, you can't get to them.
0: Right.
1: It's completely cut off. They're done. I mean, there's no way you can get to them. And there wasn't. There was no there way to that. get to those people above the crash site. Yeah, you know what I mean, and you know those people are gonna die, and there's you, they couldn't, you couldn't get to them, and they couldn't get to you. Yeah, no matter what you did, you couldn't get to them, and so you just, you have to go in knowing that, and then trying to save everybody below the floors. That's nuts to me. Yeah. Seriously, I mean that's hard. That's like, that's just crazy. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah.
0: So you watch anything this week other than 9 uh, 11
1: specials? <laughs> <laughs> no. I just watched the 9 11 stuff today. Um, no. Uh, well, Justice League. Not Justice League. You know what I'm trying to say.
0: Mm-hmm. Not Justice League again. Titans.
1: Yeah, Titans. And. I watched – I didn't watch, but on the way down to – you don't know about my week. We'll talk about that after the show. Um, Okay. I did start audio uh, Ready Player Two. Okay. I'm on Chapter 11, I think.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I like it. I think it's pretty good. It's so okay. Far. I mean, it doesn't live up to the first one, though. No, but it keeps me interested. So far, yeah. And that's part of that's Will Wheaton too. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I I read the book and it was just like I don't want to say it was a disappointment, but it it didn't feel as good as the first one did. Right. Right. You know. I don't know. What sequels to bro? Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, I know, That's the Godfather Two. That's the classic lines. <laughs> the Dark Knight. So anyway. Yeah. Um I watched Mythic Quest. What is that? That is a um it's got uh
1: and how haven't I, I heard of it?
0: Okay, well it's it's got the the one guy from uh it's always sunny, uh Rob Mulhaney.
1: Okay. What what's what uh, network or what?
0: It, it, on that it's on Apple Apple TV.
1: Oh, that's why. Okay, okay.
0: yeah. But um. The concept is, you know, he he created this massive multiplayer online game called Mythic Quest. And it's kind of like, you know, the story of, of like, him as a creative designer. um, His his lead um, coder, Poppy, who's, like, Mm. this Australian girl who's hysterical. Um. He's got this writer, who like you know from like the seventies. His name's uh, C W C yeah C W Longbottom, but he's played <laughs> by F Murray Abraham. Okay. And he's like this like complete like he's always like you know talking about like you know I love Thailand. I love going and spending time with the lady boys. You know, I <laughs> think you're like dude. You know, <laughs> I but I mean, it's like this like but it's basically it's about like you know. This, this, this studio, this 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 video game studio, and this game, you know, in their game, mm-hmm. and um, it's really good. It's funny. I I I thought it was I thought it was really well done. Um, it reminded mm-hmm. me a lot of the the fifth season of the Guild, because mm-hmm. that kind of was like taking place at the game that they played. Um. <clears throat> But still, I thought, it was, I thought it was pretty funny. I thought it was pretty serious at times. There were some serious moments. I was like, oh, shit, that got deep and dark. But there was some some good stuff in there as well. Like I, I enjoyed it. I'd highly recommend it if you have Apple TV. Yeah. It's worth a watch. Okay. Yeah. I mean, There's only, only, only two seasons. Mm-hmm. They, they left it open, like, kind of like... It, like the, the end of the second season was kind of like, okay, well, this could be the end of the story. But they left it open enough that they could do a third season if they wanted to. Yeah. And I, I guess, like, the guy from It's Always Sunny, he's like, you yeah, know, I got other commitments right now. And I don't want to, you know, cross things up. So, you know, maybe <laughs> once my schedule clears, I can come back to this. So I'd like to. So who knows when we'll see a season three. Oh, I see. Kind of like Sherlock at this point. Like maybe we'll never see a season five or six, whatever it is. Yeah. You know. Hmm. But I watched that and uh, that's about it. Big AEW pay per view last week. I watched that. Yeah. That was great. That was it, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was I started watching. I, I need to go back to it because I, I just got to get into it. I think um the Venture Brothers.
1: Okay.
0: Like everybody's raved about that that show, how good it is. I, so I got to. I like to sit down and watch. I saw it's on HBO Max now, mm-hmm. so I need to sit down and kind of watch that. And not the not the latest season. Rick and Morty's completed. I got to go and watch that too. Yeah. Plus, I still want to watch what we do in the shadows. That's yeah, on my list of to things watch to watch. You need to watch that for sure. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Anywho, so um, I'm sure you saw the big trailer on Thursday. The Matrix. Yes.
1: Oh, yeah. Looks pretty good to me, man. I'm ready. I don't care. And people say, oh, they told the whole story. I was like, did they? Yeah. I mean, I, this world is so fucked up. How do you know what even know what the story is? You know what I mean? like
0: Yeah.
1: You don't know what's truth or or lies from the first five minutes of a Matrix movie, so just chill out. You know what I mean? I think it looks pretty good. I mean... I'm ready for it. I don't care. Keanu
0: Reeves, I don't think... I don't know. I'm just intrigued to see how the rules are being reinterpreted. Yeah. Because... I'm watching that trailer And It doesn't look like Any other Matrix movie Right Like the thing about the Matrix was When you were in the Matrix There was like a green hue To it So you knew This was In the machine This was the Matrix Right and when you were in reality, I mean clearly I mean you know they they were wearing you know burlap sacks <laughs> you know and you know flying around in these 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 sewer machines and shit like I mean there was like you know it was amazing but um right. but you could tell the difference between what was reality and what was the matrix in this, I I'm not seeing that. All right. Like so, I don't know what's real and what's the Matrix. Is any of it in the Matrix? All right. Like I mean, I that's, the, that's the thing. And so like, but and the other side of that is like, okay, when we when we last saw Neo, you know, he he sacrificed himself in the Matrix to save the Matrix. Right. Against Agent Smith. And like the whole Christ pose as he's, you know. Yeah. You know. But like, so like to me, like, okay, like, so the way I, it plays out in my head is like, okay, so Neo died in the Matrix and part of his coding remained there. And so the Keanu Reeves we're seeing now is a ghost in the machine. Could be, yeah. Like, that that was, like, how it played, like, out my thinking in that my head. Like, even before I watched the trailer, like, okay, well, how can you bring Keanu back? Right, right. You know, and this is kind of how it's kind of playing out in my head. It's, like, somehow, like, because he died in the Matrix, you know, his, his coding remained there as a ghost in the machine. But he doesn't have, you know, based upon the trailer, he doesn't understand what he is. Yeah. So how the fuck did Carrie Ann Moss get in there? Dude, I don't know because you know <clears throat> she got impaled with with a with a spike she was nowhere near being in the matrix yeah you know so like how is she there like there's a lot of questions like i need answered as to what's going and, and, you know and, and clearly like she's in the matrix because she's moving like it i mean like, there's a lot of shit that's like okay well, they are moving like they're in the fucking matrix Shit's going down like they're in the fucking matrix, but it doesn't look like the matrix. Where's the green hue? There are rules that you set in the first three movies as to what is what. And now you're breaking those rules or or creating new rules, and I didn't know what those rules are. Well,
1: I'm sure it'll come yeah. to light.
0: I hope so. Like I hope like again, because here, here's my greatest fear. You and I spent months. Just every time a trailer dropped for Jupiter Ascending, just drooling all over it. No, I know. We were both just like, I cannot wait for this. The Wychowski's are back. This is going to be amazing. And it was a fucking turd. I what it was, man. It's, the, it's one of the biggest disappointments I have ever seen in my life. Like even v- as beautiful as it is visually, it doesn't make up for how bad that story is.
1: Yeah. I, I wonder if, I guess we'll have to see if Keanu starts promoting it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> like it, if it's, he's it's, out there in front of this and pushing it and promoting it. That means he's seen the final cut. You know what I mean? Right. And if he believes in it, he'll he'll push it. But if we don't see him anywhere, no talk shows, none of this crap, and it's just gonna come out, then you know he's like, um, well, let's work on chapter six. Yeah, yeah let's,
0: <laughs> let's go back go to John Wick. Wick. Yeah, that Wick shit seems to work. And it does. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> like it, but it just it, it just it, it baffles me because it's like. I just have so and I know it's only Lana Wachowski. It's only one of the siblings. But it's still it's that just you know, they they have such a stink on them right now. Yeah. And like and again, like having like been one of those people that's had to sit down and dissect those that original trilogy of, of Matrix movies to fully understand what I saw and still am like there are parts of it where I'm just like that just doesn't make any fucking sense. You know (laughs) you know but there are rules that you set in place and I'm interested to see like what is it just on the matrix is in four K like
1: But you know it's so funny with the first matrix it wasn't hard to dissect.
0: Well, no, it wasn't. like. That's I mean, it was thing.
1: so straightforward. I mean, you can sit there and watch that movie and say, oh, okay, I get it. I understand this. Oh, this makes sense. You know what I mean? Right. Even, like, you, it made you almost become a scientist by watching it. Does that make right. sense?
0: But, but there was, like, if you rewatch it, there is subtext to that movie. Yeah. Like, there, there are subtleties that, you know, That the problem is that they were subtleties. Like, there were there were things that they were doing that you could see, like, okay, psychologically, this is what this is. You know, like, there's a lot of stuff that they, they put in there, but it's, it's subtly done. The problem is in the next two movies, it's no longer subtle. Yeah,
1: I mean, and it's almost like you are expected to know what was going on. Right. And, and a lot of times in the next movies, and you're like, I don't know, I don't really understand this. Yeah,
0: you, you were expected to have.
1: Or yeah. I don't really understand why this is happening.
0: Yeah. Like you, you were expected to have, have read Dante's Inferno and the works of Ninchki and, like, all this shit that they, like, like were, like, doing as using as influences and, and not even being subtle about it being influences and, and shit like that. And you're just like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah, and and right. even, like, at the end of the, of the second movie, like, you had to be a coder to get that. Yeah, Dude, I felt like
1: at the, the end of the second movie, I felt like at the end of the second movie I needed to ta- needed to take
0: a pill. Yeah, like at the like <laughs> I literally I had to talk to my, you know, Frank Groves who who was a coder. He, he you know, he he went to pit for uh computer programming and like have him kind of explain the ending to me as to what the fuck the architect was talking about cuz it was all computer gibberish. Yeah. Yeah. No, like that's... Once he explains it to me I'm like oh okay that makes sense But like Watching it in a movie theater I'm like what the fuck is he talking about
1: <laughs> Yeah
0: right like, The first movie you could just watch it as an action movie And go holy shit that's amazing
1: and, and, and come out of it going That is one of the best action movies I've ever seen in my entire life It still is yeah. but, the, <laughs> the, but
0: the next two are just like So full of bullshit
1: yeah, I know. It is. I was like, can't we just put on the leather and just go for hell? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's that's kind of what I wanted. You know what I mean? Like, just can't we put on the shit again and just like put the sunglasses on, gun up and just take out the world? That's so what my, I wanted.
0: My, right. So my my concern becomes like, is this gonna, is this the fourth movie just gonna be full full of more of their bullshit? Yeah. Or, or are they gonna learn from their lessons? Or is she going to learn from her from the lessons of the past and say, "Okay, let's simplify and go back to what we did. We did. I'll put I put my bullshit in there, but I'm going to make it subtle and I'm still going to tell them a, a story that even the basic, you know, schlub can understand. Right, right, right. Without having to like, you know. Dig deep into like the. The recesses of my local library to find the uh, information I need to understand your work. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah, I don't know. We'll, have to, we'll just wait and see. Yeah. The, the only thing I'm interested in is like, I guess they're not bringing back. What's his name? Um,
0: Lawrence Fishburne.
1: No. Well, yeah, I know they're not bringing him back, but Mr. Anderson.
0: Yeah, well, I, I think, yeah, I, I think, I mean, his, his, his agent was destroyed.
1: Yes, but he was a good villain. He was. And that was the villain that you absolutely hated in that movie. Like, he played a great villain.
0: Yeah. But like, I, even did, like, I
1: thought he was a great villain.
0: But even, like, the whole thing of, like, Agent Smith taking over the entire Matrix was just, like... Oh, man. Yeah,
1: I'm talking about the first movie.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, like his whole speech about you and the smell. I didn't expect the smell. You're just, like, oh, man, you are a fucking asshole. <laughs> he was, dude. He yeah. was a fucking jerk.
1: And like that, still, I mean, I. Every time he says Mr. Anderson. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just
0: Mr.
1: Anderson. It's almost become pop culture almost.
0: Yeah.
1: You know what I mean? Like it's I don't know. I just really like that first movie.
0: Are you the hacker known as Neo? <laughs> it's so good. Dude.
1: Yeah. We'll see. We'll have to wait and see. And yeah.
0: Let's see yeah, what I mean, happens. Yeah. We'll, we'll I'm still we'll
1: excited they're making another Matrix. I don't. I don't care. Like, he far enough in his career to be like, Nah, I'm, I'm bugging out of this one. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or, I don't yeah. think this is very good. <laughs>
0: yeah. like, I'm excited, too. But it's just, it's one of those things where, like, you know, like, I watched that trailer and I thought, wow, this looks really fucking good. And the back of my head is like, yeah, you thought the same thing about Jupiter Ascending, dumbass. Yeah. And, you know, so, like, that pulls me back and also just like
1: I think at this point I have more faith in Keanu Reeves than I do the Wachowskis does that make sense?
0: that that does make sense yes
1: because <laughs> yeah, I mean like I do I mean like I think Keanu has put out some good shit you know what I mean yeah um, in recent years especially with the Wicks you know and I really don't think that, you know, I I could be wrong, but he just doesn't ever seem like the guy that's going to go in for the payday. He's getting paid now for the WIC series.
0: Right. You know right. what I mean? I, I get that. Like, I, that's p- that's right. part of what gives me hope. You're right. Like The part that gives me hope is like, Keanu wouldn't do it just to do it. I don't think he would, dude. No.
1: So. And I would hate to see that happen to him. Yeah. Apparently, he's like one of the nicest guys in the, on Earth.
0: <laughs> I also believe in Neil Patrick Harris. That's right. He's in it, too. Yeah.
1: That's interesting, right?
0: Yeah. yeah. I, I, he's playing the psychologist. I mean, that's like, cool. I think, like, mm, okay. But again, like it's all like, you know, what is going on?
1: Yeah, like, what would make Neil Patrick Harris do
0: this movie? It's kind of interesting. It is. It is. It's, an it's like, an interesting conundrum. <laughs> like, because, again, like, he's a guy who doesn't do movies very often. He doesn't do, like, a ton of shit. No, he's he, he's, been, he's been paid.
1: Yeah. Well, he's on Broadway, too.
0: Yeah. So, like, yeah. for him to, like, sign up for this, like, makes me, like, also give me a little bit of hope. Because he's a guy who wouldn't just... Sign up for a payday
1: right,
0: you know, yeah I know so yeah, one can hope so did you did you see the other big trailer of the week what the card season two no, I did not see that okay well why don't you uh go ahead and and watch that and we we'll, we'll talk about it. Okay. okay. Yeah. <clears throat> what the fuck? All right there. So uh what did you think of that? Um, I was pretty
1: excited to see what's her name back. Um Wikidis, whatever. Yeah, the Borg Queen. Um, I couldn't think of the actress's name. Because um, <clears throat> that looked fucking amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know how I feel about going back to the 21st century, though. It's like that old chestnut. Are we? you know what I mean? It, it reminds I, me of the original Star Trek when they went back to the Old West. You I, know what I you mean?
0: I get that.
1: Or but, Star Trek Four.
0: <laughs> know I mean? Right. I I I know how much you, you despise that movie. But um like I, I think they can do it really well.
1: Yeah. I mean I'm not dogging it. I'm just yeah, I'm I mean, it's gonna be better than what I think it's gonna be.
0: But. Like, I don't think the whole season's taking place in the twenty first century. I think you might get an God, episode or talk. two. Like I, I think there's going to be more going on, Yeah, you know, So I I have high hopes for it. like I I I liked it. Like I like you said, I I just I think, and I get your point. Like, you know, it is that old that old time travel chestnut. Mm-hmm. But at, at the same time, I I do feel like. modern trek has shown me because like even like okay like i mean first contact was a time travel movie but they did it really well yeah you know um as i feel like modern trek has shown that they do a better job of telling the story
1: yeah
0: you know yeah time travels the old chestnut but at the same time, I think they're going to use it in a way that tells a good story.
1: Yeah, as long as the story as, is good, I'm I'm okay.
0: Yeah. We got wheels, Captain. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I think it's going to be interesting. I got I'm intrigued by it. Um, like. I know that the, the, the Borg Queen is an Alice Krieg who was in First Contact. Um, right. I think, I think she repri- reprised the role in, in Voyager. Um, I know it's a different actress, but still the same character of the Borg Queen, from what I understand. Right. Um, so I, I am in, in, intrigued, like, especially now that Jean-Luc is technically a robot you know he's technically an android right um right. you know like what his like what psychologically that's gonna how that's gonna play with him all right you know because i mean that i mean that was a big deal in first contact i mean that it, it was clear like like starfleet was even like like we we really don't you know we know you get the most powerful ship in the fleet and all but we we really don't fucking trust you all right you know
1: Uh, I I, I, like one of my favorite points in that movie is when he starts fucking destroying his fucking ships. Yeah. His models. And I'm like, ooh, you know what I mean? Like, who's this guy? He's the new girl. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I like that part. But um,
0: like the PTSD he had from his time as Locutus. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It was clear and evident, you know, and he was taking it out as rage against the Borg. You know,
1: yeah. they must
0: be stopped. The That's line is here.
1: That's what happens when you get probed.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> That's what he had a flashback of getting probed. And he fucking destroyed everything on his shit, on his yeah. little chambers.
0: Well, he destroyed everything in his rear, so, rear, so you know. How dare they put that there. Yeah, I am. I am a. I'm a Frenchman. We won't stand for this.
1: (laughs) Why do I have a Roku remote coming out my ass? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, uh (laughs) Why are my balls glowing? Yeah. What's
0: happening right now? (laughs) Dr. Sung was like, You know, as we analyzed your body, we found some very fascinating things jammed up your rectum. (laughs) Yeah. Not sure if you wanted us to replicate that in your new body. What do you (laughs) mean, up my rectum?
1: And he's like, That Borg Queen's a
0: bitch. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Anyway. No it looks good Have I mean, you I...
0: ever heard of Inspector Gadget
1: <laughs> <laughs> Right exactly <laughs> It looks good
0: Yeah I, I mean I I, uh, I like it that Crew is coming back Yeah Um, I, I like the, the the guy who has the ship Like I'd watch a show about him
1: Yeah I know, you know? He's like the Han Solo of Star Trek
0: Yeah like he's like the cool <laughs> character like, I was like, the first season, I was like, this guy is a badass. Where has yeah. he been in Star Trek lore? You
1: know? Yep. Shady the closest,
0: past. The closest I got was like Kirk and Riker. This guy. This guy. I could follow. You know?
1: Exactly, right?
0: Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I liked it there. Um, you know, Seven and Nine is back. And yeah, clearly, man. again, like the whole thing with the Borg. I like guess a very deep connection with her as well. So um, I, I like it that that kind of plays into it as well. Um, yeah, so I, I, I like that that brought that cast all back. It looks like, and that 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 excites me. And uh, I, I kind of like um, I just like the look of it. Like it, it excites me. Like I, I, I like, you know I like being excited by Star Trek because Star Trek for years wasn't exciting. Yeah, yeah you know and so like this this makes me happy i'm, I'm and i can't kind of i can't i can't wait for it like it's like okay it's, when does this premiere i can't wait you know mm. so <clears throat> so i'm looking forward to that i I've, i really am I'm, I'm i'm i was surprised by how much i enjoyed the trailer like even like q like in and in, in, in star trek he was like such an annoying fucking character but like And here he even seems kind of, he's probably still fucking annoying, but I mean, not in the normal way. Like, you know, yeah. I like you. the the trial never ends, Jean-Luc. I'm just like, fuck, I hate this guy. I like
1: the fact that he said, I'm too old for this shit.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm too fucking old for your bullshit. (laughs) You know, (laughs) right. Yeah. Leave me, me alone. I'm done. <laughs>
1: yeah. I'm old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it looks good, dude. I just, you know, I just get worried when they... I don't know. I, I just get worried when they pull out that old recipe book. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, it just concerns me.
0: That's all. I I get that. But at the same time, like I, I just I have faith because I feel like... The way modern Trek stories are being told right now, I I think it'll work out. Like, it may only be an episode or two where they're in the past. It's not going to be the entire series. Yeah. Like, I, you know, because I, I think that if it was the entire if, if it is the entire season, like, if it's like, you know, from episode, you know, two through ten, I'll be like, you know, motherfucker, you know, yeah. but like, if it's only like two, maybe three episodes tops, I'm, I'm there.
1: Yeah, because, I mean, one of the reasons we watch Star Trek is to discover strange new worlds. You know what I mean? Like, the whole title, you know? I mean, it's kind of what I want to see. I know this world. I know what a police car looks like, you know? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm good,
0: you know? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I I, I like, you know, you're right. Like, I like the idea of, like, you know, the exploration and, you know, the adventure of being in space, not right. the adventure of being a man out of time.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know? exactly. That's why I like fucking uh, um, Discovery. Yeah, it's just so neat the stuff that goes on in Discovery is just
0: and fucking especially like with the jump with the jump a thousand years into the future.
1: Right, right, right.
0: You know, where you're like, you know wow, shit is fucking crazy in the future.
1: Yeah, and even when they went to... What's-his-name's home home planet? Saru's home planet? I thought that was just intriguing.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: I I thought that was just like, wow, this is... Wow, I've been waiting for this shit. You know what I mean? I mean, they're throwing effects in... I mean, seriously. I mean, they are throwing effects in... in Discovery, like they were throwing in... um, I am losing my mind. Dude, like they were. Um, ah, Sigourney Weaver.
0: Okay. Ghostbusters. No, no, they're
1: remaking. They're not remaking. They're making more movies. Alien. No. James Cameron.
0: Oh. Um. Oh fucking. uh Avatar.
1: Yeah. But they were throwing effects in Discovery like they had an avatar. You know what I mean? In some of these worlds. Oh, yeah. Which I'm, which I'm digging. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I'm like, this is cool. They're dropping a lot of dough here.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. And I mean, I, I think what's fascinating is, I mean, special effects have come a long, long way. Yeah. To the point that, like, doing digital effects isn't as expensive as it was 20 years ago. And so you can do that with a show like Discovery, but right. also like you yeah. know when you look at uh, like the volume for what they're doing with the, with Star Wars, right? Uh, you know, and that's trickling into other projects. I like other people are kind of replicating that in a way, and uh, you know, so you know that 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 digital effect that you know those strange new worlds can be expanded even further because now we're, it's not green screen. It's right there on, on, on a screen next to you. Right, right, right. right. You know, you, so the, you as the actor don't have to use your imagination anymore. It's right there for, for you to see. Right, right. You know, so I, I think like, I guess what's exciting is like, you know, Lucasfilm pushing that envelope and you know i mean again they, they had the money to do it right, right. for but for a tv show <laughs> like I'm, and I'm sure like i i know um the book of boba fett is using the same technology i know obi-wan did because he i heard you mcgregor talk about like he was talking but, there was an interview between with, with like him and pedro pascal uh-huh. He was talking about being on those set, uh, you know, they're using the same sets or the same studio uh-huh. to do Obi Wan as they did with The Mandalorian, and he was talking about like the crew and everything is the same from The Mandalorian. And he's like, and being in that that volume and you like the technology, he's like, it's so much. Like, like when I did my trilogy, it was all green screen, and we were told like what to imagine. Now it's fucking there. Yeah, right. It's awesome yeah yeah it's so much easier to act with you know and it's
1: quite, yeah well not only is it easy to act with but it's like someone looking at with looking at it with fresh eyes yeah you know what i mean so i mean like the facial expressions and stuff like that are a lot of those are probably going to be real yeah like when you're seeing this you're like whoa that's badass you know what i mean like it just makes it easier for them
0: like he talked about like by the time we got to revenge of the sith three-fourths of the set was just green screen. Right right He's like the only thing that was real was like furniture, yeah, like, so I mean, you can imagine how hard that is to work on, like I mean, nothing was real. now I've got like something I can at least like uh, I have a reference like I, yeah, it's you know, yeah, like before, like i'm 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 fighting Anakin on a, like a steel beam, and I've got George telling me what well, what's a steel beam, and this is what you have to imagine it is. and you know it, it's just a fucking green log I'm standing on, you know, right, right. so like and i'm sure like with eventually it's going to make its way over the paramount and like they're going to be using that you can imagine what they can do you know with that type of technology with the planets and whatnot that that they want to explore oh yeah you know? yeah i think it's i think it's gonna be great
1: oh, i can't wait for that i did want you know not to change complete subject but i, I did watch uh the special and the movies that made us yeah so i watched the ghostbusters one yeah wow was that good yeah you talk about a tearjerker did you watch that
0: no i wanted to but i haven't got a chance to
1: Holy shit, watch it <laughs> okay you're like
0: what about they talk about ivan reitman uh ramus oh yeah
1: That's Hell the yeah yeah. yeah, of course they talked about Reitman. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I, I, meant, I meant Harold Ramis because he's the one of that. Ivan Reitman's still alive, I believe. <laughs> right. Yeah.
1: <clears throat> but, um, yeah, it's, yeah, you should watch it. Yeah. It's
0: okay. it's,
1: a, it's a pretty good in-depth, and it's not that long. It's like a half an hour long.
0: Yeah, those are usually like a half hour long.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it, it has, it's good. It's like a breakdown of Ghostbusters. Yeah. How about the characters and stuff? Who was supposed to be? Played, yeah. I had no idea. I had no idea. I thought they just cast that movie and we're done. Yeah. But that's not the cast that Dan Hackroyd wanted for that movie. Yeah. Now, did you hear about any of that?
0: No, I have to. I have to watch it.
1: Okay, I won't tell you. Yeah, don't tell me. It'll shock you.
0: <clears throat> yeah. Like that. That's the one I didn't want. To, like I, I, can't remember what other movies were involved with that. That series that they were doing. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, remember like like I saw like I was like um. Mm, fucking uh back to the future was one of them like fuck i, I know damn near everything about back to the future like you yeah know?
1: i didn't watch that either i none of them really interested me except for ghostbusters you know what i mean just because i like yeah i like those actors so i, I just kind of wanted to see yeah what they had to say it was like a behind the scenes it was really good So I yeah. mean like And a lot of the ad-libbing by Murray and like, it was, it was, it was good. It was, it's, it was very, uh, I don't know how to describe it. It was just, um, it gave me a good look into Ghostbusters because it takes it from Dan Aykroyd writing it. (laughs) Yeah. What it became. Right. And so I thought that it goes through the whole process in like 40 minutes. Yeah. You know, and I thought that was really cool. From that's cool. getting getting the actors, updating the script. What are we gonna do? We only have this much time. To all these people involved, it was it was really good. Yeah. Them stealing Lucas people to do the effects. I mean, yeah. Like, that's just a glimpse, but I mean, yeah, it's pretty good, man. You should watch it. Yeah, it's I will. Interesting. I will. I'll really that out.
0: interesting because it does sound interesting.
1: Yeah, it is. It's so good. So I did watch that and. <clears throat> Another news tidbit, ABBA is coming out with a new album. (laughs) I I know. Crickets. Yeah, Yeah, but listen, the thing that's cool about it is, now here's where the nerd part comes in, right?
0: Yeah, they look like Tron.
1: Well, they look like Tron, but they went all digital into like avatars. And I thought that was really cool. But the detail on these avatars is, like, amazing. Like, that's what I couldn't get over was the digital detail of these avatars. I was like, damn, that looks like fucking, it looks incredible. Anyway, they built a whole stadium in England for it. I mean, not just for them. I mean, I'm sure they're going to do other shows like that. But I thought it was pretty cool. Just technology. That's what I'm saying. Like, the technology aspect of it is just it, it the where we're at technologically, it blows my fucking mind. Right, I get that. But. It does. I mean, if you can recreate something like that, holy shit! It does. It just blows my mind. I couldn't believe the avatars. It was sick. But anyway, so watch some of that.
0: Okay. Well, I got nothing for you on that. I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: From a nerd point of view, you should appreciate the Avatar. The the special effects that go into something
0: like that is groundbreaking. Okay. Okay. Much the same way I view Hamilton. I am not, even though it's a very cool, nerdy thing with the technology, because it's ABBA, I will not give it the time of day.
1: I I hear you. But from the technology aspect of this,
0: Hamilton had no technology involved. Okay. But but the the content is is king here, and so unless they like do it with like Bowie or Prince or something like that, I can give two well, shits.
1: I think that's what's coming. Right, is what I'm alluding to.
0: Right. So when they get there, then then you can wake me up. But because it was Abba, I don't care.
1: <laughs> I thought it was
0: cool. Okay. I'm, I'm glad you did. I you know good for you, but uh. I saw I saw ABBA and I just kept scrolling <laughs> I do have interesting news For you though and I want to hear your input On this mm-hmm. Apparently Halloween Kills will be Available To stream Same day it's released in movie theaters On the Peacock
1: mm. Oh man that's probably gonna be a movie experience for us,
0: I'm sure it is, but I mean, it's one of those deals now where i i again, I feel like this is a a a movie studio showing a lack of faith in the box office, yeah, you know, I guess.
1: Well, Shane Cheap did pretty well, from what I understand. It did, yeah.
0: It did. It did. They, they they were very happy with it, from what I understand. Um,
1: and it's gotten good, pretty good reviews, too,
0: yeah. I, I hear. Everybody I've seen that's gone to go see it, it says it's very, very good. And Marvel has said, or Disney has said, the rest of their, their slate is theater only. There's no same-day streaming. There's no, even for like a... You know, the extra purchase like they did with Black Widow and And, Gorilla and Jungle Cruise. But, um.
1: I watched that, by the way. Jungle Cruise? Gorilla. Gorilla. Did I tell you that? No.
0: It was pretty good. I I heard it was okay. Emma Stone. You can't care.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, I. I don't that's know the, you, that's
0: uh, the draw for me. You know.
1: I don't know. Um, you know, how you can go wrong with that. No. But you can uh, cast her as fucking porky pig and I'll go see it.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Seriously. I that, know.
1: No I pants, know. by the way. No pants porky, I'm in. <laughs> but I mean uh, <laughs> No, but that, <laughs> no, she's uh um I went in with very low. I'm yeah. talking, I'm talking like banta fodder Yeah. You know? Like, I really didn't even like the original Dalmatians. So yeah. why would I even remotely like this? Yeah. You know? Um. But it's pretty damn good. Yeah. And I like the fact that it's not a musical. Yeah. For six, You know what I mean? It's actually a story. Yeah. Um, So I liked it. I I get it. I I get where it was coming from. So I liked it. I think you like. I think you like it too. I just watching Emma because she's she hogs the screen. I mean, she's she's on screen the entire time. Yeah. With many different outfits. (laughs) (laughs) With glasses and not glasses
0: Yeah. You know. I get what you're saying. Yeah. I'm I'm there with you. (laughs) Yeah. But getting back to the original content here. um, So Halloween Kill is going going streaming same day. How much does that concern you?
1: About if the movie's good or not?
0: I've heard some people speculate about that. Like, you know, this is a lack of faith by Universal Studios that this is a good movie. And they're just going to try to cut their losses and maybe even try to use it to lure you into getting the peacock. Just to watch this.
1: Mm, I don't know. Isn't isn't Jamie Lee isn't she the executive producer of this?
0: I she's involved in some way, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure yeah. they giving her like
1: a I mean she's so big on making a good movie. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And she does not come out that often and do movies. I mean, she did Christmas with the Cranks. I mean, yeah. she's done movies. But...
0: Right. I get what you're saying. <laughs> like, like, I don't think it's a, a it's a bad faith move. I, I think it's a... a... lack of box office revenue move? Yes. Yes. I like, agree. I, like, I mean, this is a movie that's not going to come out and do... 500 million dollars because
1: i don't think that even, she do that even as she was if you right if she don't get me wrong i mean she's a phenomenal actress and i in but uh, what am i trying to say she doesn't command that kind of audience right do you know what okay. i mean
0: okay so marvel
1: uh, just the logo marvel commands yeah. that kind of an audience
0: right I, I agree like i mean that that was the thing like with with Shang-Chi, it was just like, I mean, just that logo coming up is enough to draw, you know, $100 million. Right. Like, okay, so going back to the 2018 movie. So... That movie was made for $10 million. Really? Yes. Wow. The the 2018 Halloween. That's not bad at all. No. Seriously. Opening (laughs) weekend, $76 million. And it's U.S. gross was $159 million. That's nuts. Right. Now, I mean. Yeah, that that's for a ten million dollar movie that's spectacular.
1: Uh, I know it is. Yeah. I mean that's crazy.
0: Right. So with Halloween kills, let me see if they have the budget here. They don't. I I don't have the budget. So, I mean, let, let's just say, I mean, it's double.
1: Right. Let's say it's $20 million.
0: $20 million to make the movie. <laughs> right. Um, Man, $10 million
1: is not a lot of money. No, it's not.
0: Did Curtis even get paid? <laughs> well, I mean, that that's the thing. Like, with a movie like that, like, I mean, it's like. So even at 20 million dollars I mean you know if you make 40 million you've doubled your your investment. Right. It is just it's it's uh, Like I I feel, I feel like okay like shang Chi I think over the 3 day week and not including Labor Day I I think they they pulled in like 80 million dollars over the Mm three-day weekend which is like you know phenomenal for covid Mm um so i feel like a a smaller movie like a halloween kills i mean may may do 10 million dollars for the first that opening weekend in a co- in a co- in a COVID situation. When is it released? Um, it's like early October. I like guess just around the corner. Let me look here. October
1: fifteenth. Okay, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> I hate horror movies that are released after Halloween. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. Never has. No, I get what you're I, saying. And I've never, I've never understood it. Oh, I think we're going to release it on November 7th. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Why? It doesn't make any sense. People want to go to scary movies. You know what I mean? Like before Halloween.
0: Yeah.
1: After Halloween, they're kind of done for a little while. I mean, they build up for it all September, October, and then... Yeah. You know, now they're thinking about Thanksgiving and Christmas.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I just like I I I just I wonder, like, and particularly with with you know Universal with with Peacock, you know, right now their 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 big claim to fame is you know it's the home of WWE. Yeah. You know, I I wonder if they're thinking to themselves, well. That audience that we're probably not going to get to come out to see the movie, maybe we can get them to buy into this,
1: right?
0: right. And you put it, you put it like in the premium section where I think it's like because I think there's like a free version of Peacock where you can see some shit, and there's like the premium version to get like the W, like the pay per views, the WWE pay per views, and shit like that. And so right. I think that's like five ninety nine a month. Like it's it's not that expensive. And so you mm. you you know, you pay the five ninety nine to see Halloween the same weekend that it was open in theaters. Right. You know, and so you get that seventy million back. Maybe you only make ten million or twenty million at the box office, but you get your seventy million because X amount of people have signed up for Peacock now.
1: Right. You know. And that's it's a month to month basis too. Yeah. You know what I mean. So a lot of people might drop Peacock after Halloween, but and then also, Peacock will put something else out, and they'll be like, okay.
0: Right. But, <laughs> also, but the thing is this, okay? Like, okay, like a lot of people complain because they, they don't have, the only place you can watch The Office is on Peacock. Mm-hmm. But The Office wasn't enough for them to get Peacock. Well, now, okay, I got Halloween. Oh, look, I can watch The Office now. Right. Right. And now you're hooked because the office is, is that's comfort food for right, many, right. many people that is fucking comfort food. Right. You know, and I just got to, I, I got to think that they're, they're, they're trying to find that hook and this may be a pretty good hook. And then you find the other stuff on there and you say, okay, I'll stick it on. <laughs> And then Jamie Lee Curtis sues Peacock. <laughs> yeah, just... yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But I mean it, it is a weird thing of like like they're making they I mean you're making this decision like like a month out. Like, yeah, like fuck it, like you know, we're not throwing a fucking thing on Peacock.
1: Yeah.
0: You know. Fingers crossed this shit works.
1: Or are they saying that? <clears throat> Or are they saying, yeah? I think we're gonna do this because this is a better business move.
0: I, mean, well, I, I, get, I but I think, like, from the standpoint of like the box office is my point. Like, a, well, we can put we can put it out there and we we can eat it, or we can put it on the Peacock and have a better chance of making, <laughs> right. you know. You know, I mean, like, I, I think, I, I guess, I, I think it is a a business move they're looking at, but I think it's a, a business move that they're making because it's like, fuck, we don't, we don't want to eat it too much <laughs> at the at the box office, All right? Like, like, like you said, like Shang Chi drew because you know, not because I think there was a ton. Like, I, I, I okay, I'll say it this way. Like, I think Asian audiences went to go see that movie much the same way. African American audiences flock to see Black Panther. But mm-hmm. but there's also just a consideration of like you and I just said, like, all you need to throw up is that Marvel banner. And there's a lot of nerds that are gonna go see that movie anyway, no matter what. Yeah. Because that Marvel banner is at the top of it. Right. Like I want to see the movie, and I've never read a fucking Shang Chi comic book. Yeah. Me either. You know. <laughs> I just want to see it because it's you know, it's got Marvel at the top of it. And
1: it's probably so, going to be it's probably going to be
0: good. Yeah. But, I, I, you know, I, I think like for Marvel, it's a perfect storm of, well, OK, you have the Marvel banner at the top. So that's going to draw a certain crowd. And, you know, also the fact that this is a, a predominantly Asian cast with a with an Asian director, you know, who. You know, so we're going to draw that that crowd as well. And so right. you have a perfect storm of even though it's COVID, you get a really high return on that because the these are two groups of people that are willing to to, to ride the storm out, and you know, right. So I don't think you have that with Halloween. I think mean, you you've got a a, a die hard group of of horror fans that will go out to see it. But I think that hard group hardcore group of horror fans isn't big enough to support All right. you know what I mean. We'll see. Yeah. Much like Dune. <laughs> <laughs> All ten of us hardcore fans will be out in theaters on the opening week, and everybody else will watch it on HBO and complain about it. When's the opening weekend? Oh, God. twenty
1: I'm just kidding. 2026.
0: It's October something. Oh, really? So it's coming up. Yeah. Um... Dune Yeah, October 22nd
1: Okay
0: I should, have, I should have to get my calendar Marked for that or something I'm sure
1: I really hope it does well But I just know it's going to tank
0: Yeah
1: I, I know I, I mean, I hope it. it does well. Seriously, with the money that's probably involved with in this movie.
0: $165 million budget.
1: I just have a feeling that it's going to go the way of Jupiter ascending. Not as a bad
0: movie, but right. how, it, you know, how many people Because it, it. debuted it, it at the Cannes Film Festival <laughs> and it's come back with some rave reviews?
1: I, well, maybe it'll catch a a buzz, you know what I mean? I think yeah. that's what they need. I I think that the film is going to need a buzz, to like, oh, you should see this movie, did you know what I mean? Like, oh, right. this is pretty good. This is good science fiction, you know. Maybe they'll catch a buzz and people will start flocking to it, but I don't know.
0: I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I got. Like I'm, I'm just my my, my actual hope is that the streaming numbers are such that they're willing to invest in, in doing the second movie. Yeah. You know, that's my hope. Like, you know, oh man, let's, let's watch this, uh, this dune. It's three hours. At least we can pause it, you know, <laughs> yeah. where me, I'm like, you know, where catheter, hours.
1: Three hours long.
0: I, I mean, look, I, I don't know for sure. I, I'm just guessing because that's how long it that's should a, be. That's a drawback, too. Let me see if they have a, a running time listed here. I haven't even seen a commercial for that shit. Two hours and 35 minutes. Uh, that's not too bad. No. <laughs> Yeah.
1: We'll see. So I don't know. And I will gladly eat my words if you know.
0: Well, no, I I know like from financially it's gonna tank, like I know, like I would love, like it's sad to say, like I mean I wish this movie was being released in a in a COVID free environment. Yeah. You know I, I think you know. Yes, it's going to tank, and it's going to tank horribly because of COVID and, again, Warner Brothers streaming on the same day. Right. But, like I said, like my hope is like the, the streaming numbers are such that, that Warner Brothers deems that, okay, let's make the second movie. I mean, they're supposed to make a fucking Dune TV show about the Benny Jesuits and shit. I, I can't wait for that. Like right. where's that motherfucker at? I'm I'm giddy for that. So, like this whole everything else, like I you know the the movie, like I just like fingers crossed it does well in in what Warner Brothers is aiming for. Yeah, you know, I mean there's a hardcore audience that's gonna show up for this movie. There there are hardcore fans of Dune, and like I said, there's like ten of us you know right, right like my my plan is to go see it in the theater on friday <laughs> and watch it again at home <laughs> on saturday
1: you know warner brothers ends a lot of properties man.
0: they do that was a huge purchase
1: you know what i mean or a deal i'm sorry that whole warner brothers hbo mac you know what i mean
0: yeah well i mean like and it's funny like you like you think about it, like well, I mean, they're always probably second behind Disney as far as, like, major properties go because of everything they own with, with like, DC Comics. <laughs> you know, Um, just the year Harry over Potter the years. The Harry Potter series, the Matrix series. You know, like, there's just so much shit over the years where you're just like, you know, wow, like, Warner Brothers owns some shit. <laughs> they do. You know, and yet, you know... But you know when you compare it to Disney, everything that they fucking own, you're just like, well, that's a distant second. He, yeah, but
1: still, shouldn't we be getting a new Fantastic Beast movie at some point here?
0: I I know it was in production. I know that's good. Thank God. Know. Yeah, I mean they had the whole fallout from Johnny Depp. Oh,
1: yeah, I forgot about
0: that. Yeah, they had to clear that shit up, and then, you know. They recast him? Yeah, they recast him. It's a shame. I like that in that role. And, you know, J.K. Rowling's won't shut her mouth. <laughs> you know. So. She's somehow being canceled. Yeah. <laughs> all right, but that's it. That's all I got. All right. Yeah, this is a long one. Sorry. That's what she said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, first off, let me remind everybody if you've made it this far, congratulations. Um, but don't forget, September twenty fifth, five PM. Here here or so, you know, depending on when Ian actually arrives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I always want to tag you. I see it in Facebook and it's always like if you could if you could uh win a million dollars based on somebody being late for an event, who would who would you invite? I always wanna be like, yeah, I'll invite Ian. <laughs> yeah. But then I remember I'm late for shit all the time too. So good would <laughs> Fuck you, I'd do the same thing to you. Yeah. So um but no, uh, we're 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 five ish. Uh, We will be at the Nerd Corner here in White Oak, Pennsylvania, um, recording the show in the store. It's a very exciting time. We can't wait uh, to do that. I know the folks at the Nerd Corner are also very excited for that. And uh, for those of you who want to know, the address is... One six two six Lincoln Way, White Oak, Pennsylvania one five one three one. So that's sixteen twenty six Lincoln Way in White Oak. It's easy to find, guys. It's not that hard. Um, but uh, I'll post that to the web, to the Facebook page. I'll post it to Twitter, uh, just to let you know. As we're getting, because as we're getting closer to it. Um, there's going to be, you know, in-store um, stuff going on as far as like getting a, you know, percentage off of your purchases if you purchase anything, uh, and I hope you do. Uh, come down if you're in the local area and just say hi. Uh, if you're Thad, to to repeatedly yell "Baba Booey," <clears throat> we will have security available to escort him out of the building. Nice. Especially if he tries to show us his, his Polish sausage. This mm-hmm. is um, again at September 25th, 5 p.m. at the Nerd Corner. Um, check, check us out. Sweet. We're excited. They're excited. You should be excited too. And we'll be recording there monthly. So once a month we'll be live and on location. on location on location
1: um next to the sandcrawler
0: yeah yeah <laughs> um and remember if you if you if you ever want to get in touch with us we're very easy to uh to to get to i uh, can reach out and touch us uh, by sending us an email on uh, that email address is pittsburgh nerd yahoo.com you can also find us on facebook and twitter Just search Pittsburgh Nerd. We're very, very easy to find. And uh, remember, we're also a member of a number of podcasting networks. You can find us on the Tangent Bound Network, the Weeby Geeks Network, and the Pod Breed Network. Just give them a Google search, and you'll find all the other great podcasts they have to offer. And always, as lastly, we want to thank you, dear listener, for checking us out each and every week and going on this uh, amazing ride. We can't thank you enough. And on that note, the dreamer has awakened. Peace.